striving, striving, striving. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome back, listeners. We are so excited that you are here once again, that we are here once again. I'm here with my boy, Caleb. We're hopping back on our little podcast this morning, and we're excited to chat with one another and chat with you guys. Yeah, absolutely, guys. What's up? Um, I hope everyone's doing good. I know me and Keenan haven't released a podcast in a while, but we are trying to hop back on it. And uh, today is the day. So we're just going to talk a little bit about uh, what this last year today looks like. Today is the day. For us, and then also just get into a little bit of our mindset on, uh, I guess, how we're going about our year. So, with that being said, let's go, Keenan. Let's go. Yeah, since it's been a while since we did one of these, and I'm excited. I think for me, you know, some uh, bigger stuff that happened. I graduated college finally since we did our last podcast and have been working through my first year out of school and what does that look like. I am still working at Authentic Life Church, which I think was on the docket last time we were on here, but I've taken on a lot more responsibility in our music and worship department and working closely with our worship pastor as well as our youth pastor and kind of overseeing a lot of music for all of our ministries there. And it's it's been quite a ride, um, but a big blessing and a lot of fun. And that's kind of what I've been up to for the most part. I've also um, gotten really big into snowboarding since Thank our last you. podcast, and I've been on mm-hmm. that grind quite a bit, uh, and that's been a lot of fun as well. Sweet, sweet. Um, congrats on graduating college. That's super tight. Kind I appreciate of it, brother. A little bit of your time and stuff. Um, and snowboarding, I love snowboarding. Uh, I recently got into it, too. I'm kind of reflecting back. I think the last time we had a podcast was, uh, want to say 2020 yep. when COVID like first happened. Um, and we were just kind of like going, like trying to create something and, you know, we, we were kind of consistent with it. And then I think what's cool is, uh, during COVID, I think a lot of people found themselves and like, for example, like you found snowboarding and I recently found snowboarding. And so like, I love snowboarding now. Um, I got all my own gear and everything, and it's a little hard at first, but it's worth it. <laughs> Absolutely. I think to your point as well, that COVID season for sure, that kind of extended a lot longer than I think a lot of us expected, really became a catalyst for me, particularly about like, how how am I spending my time? How am I living my life? And And those moments became a big turning point, I guess, for, you know, maybe there's a better way to do this. And I've been exploring that a lot. And we talked about that a lot, even when we were talking back then. Um, But over the past few years, still continuing that journey and it's definitely got a long way to go, but it's been a a fun ride for sure. Um, And we'll get into more of that as, as, as our podcast goes on today. Yeah, man. Crazy. Two weeks turned into, uh, Two years, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but let's not talk politics. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that's super cool. Uh, I guess I'll catch up or catch everyone up with like kind of what my last year looked like. Um, sure, that'd be great. Uh, 2021 was not the best year. I'd actually say it was probably the worst year of my life. Um, definitely a lot different than what Keenan kind of went through and uh I'll spare everyone the sob story but um 
yeah, just definitely a, a position I've never been in before and uh, a lot of growth and a lot of like really quick growing up that I had to do. Um, so my mom was, uh, she ended up getting diagnosed with cancer and dude, my mom's a stud. Uh, I, from there, uh, she got sick again. And so uh, I ended up quitting my job and just like in that season of my life, I really like just wanted to pick up my cross for my mom, you know, bear the burden of, you know, doing all the paperwork, doing all the insurance, you know, just taking care of her. And like, luckily, I was blessed to be able to do that with like, my finances and just be able to um, afford to not have to work uh, for, I think it was like a little over six, seven months. Um, and unfortunately, like she did pass, but I grew so much and I learned so much just from her and seeing how she handled that situation um, and seeing how much she like loved the Lord and just like absolutely kept a positive attitude like and the way it all happened uh it was pretty rough to watch and you know like we were living out of hotels so it was a, a much different season uh than Keenan's um but I would definitely say like it was the crappiest but also like one of the most terminology is but it was like definitely one of the most like catalyst catalyst type of year for me where it was like shoot like yeah you know I'm out of high school already and I don't really know what this whole like life thing actually really looks like and then building insurance I'm I'm learning how to pay bills like I'm learning how to like do all the scheduling and stuff and um you know like I obviously didn't do it alone I had my family here and uh they all helped and everyone was it was like we were like such a good functioning group where it was like we didn't really skip any beats and I'm so appreciative of that um just to have them in 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 my mom's life during that season um so that was kind of what 2021 looked like uh she did pass in October like I had mentioned and uh obviously it ain't easy whatsoever um going about it but now uh it's cool there's like I said, there's just, it was very catal catalyst-like for 2021 for my, myself. And uh, 2022 is going to be a good year. I can already tell. And um, I'm still taking my time. I'm still moving a little slow. But uh, I know where I need to be and what I need to be doing. So um, that was kind of my last, my last uh, year in a very quick nutshell. Um, but, yeah. Absolutely. And thanks for sharing all that, Caleb. Um, definitely a hard, a hard season to, to watch you go through and uh, kind of walk with you through as best I could, even though, you know, the words aren't always there and what to say or how to help, but just really proud of the way you got to just live in your faith uh, through that time. I could just tell you were unwavering and kind of encouraged your family and your mom through that time really, really well. And um, I think you did pretty awesome job of, of handling all that um, as best you could. And, um, you know, we even talked about your mom on the podcast before um, when we did our Mother's Day episode, but uh, she's just such a saint, such a stud, like you say. And um, I'm just really honored to, to be able to have known her and 
uh, be loved by her the way she just always took care of me when I was around. It was really special. Um, and I know so many people should share, share that sentiment for sure. Yeah, absolutely, man. I appreciate the kind words. Um, big shout out to Keenan um, at my mom's service. Obviously, I couldn't read the eulogy. Uh, it's extremely hard. So um, Keenan definitely helped me out in that season. Flew all the way out from Colorado to little old Hesperia. Um, <laughs> and and definitely filled in the gap where I needed it. And always just so appreciative of just like Keenan, um, super stud-like. Uh, we always say hardworking alpha jackhammer. Um, <laughs> I would definitely agree that that is what Keenan is. And he's also just like, like I said, such a solid man that stands on principle. So uh, really appreciate his friendship. I'm super stoked to get back uh, doing, or I guess creating um, a podcast like this with him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just appreciate it, man. Thanks, dude. Appreciate you. Um, big time. I wanted to uh, pick up on something that that you noted earlier. Uh, you said you kind of had to take some time off work and <clears throat> that could have been financially challenging for you, but you had some things in place that allowed you to to kind of take that in stride, I guess. And, and I, we know that before all of this uh, began to take place, you you were kind of pursuing building a business and um, some entrepreneurship and passive income streams and things like that and working really hard. And <clears throat> I think maybe you could talk about this a little bit, but you, you were able to establish um, a good cushion for yourself so that when life came, um, you were able to kind of step away from, from work for a little bit and, and address the, the problem at hand in front of you and not have to worry about that as much. Is that correct? What I'm, what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I definitely did that. And, you know, uh, one thing that was always told to me is like, dig your well before you're thirsty. And so yeah. I've always kind of treated my finances like that, like always preparing. Um, and like a lot of people, like, if you if you see the car I drive, I don't drive anything like fancy. And like, it's not about the material things. But you know, like, unfortunately, the world does praise like the material things. Um, and I've always been okay with like, hey, dude, I'll drive a beater car. Um, and I'll stack up my, my money in the bank, you know, and without going into like a bunch of details, uh, that's kind of what I did. Um, just delayed, delayed gratification. And, um, it's crazy cause there's a lot of things that you don't know why you're doing it per se, um, while you're actually doing it. Um, but eventually like there comes a point where you look back on it and I know we, we were always saying like hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, yeah. so everything you look back on, like, you know, exactly why it happened. Um, even down to the point of like, uh, I think in 2020, we did a Mother's Day podcast and, you know, maybe we'll get into that a different time, but that Mother's Day podcast like radically changed um, the last couple of days of my mom's, I wouldn't say radically changed, but it definitely helped in the last couple of days of uh, my mom's life. So uh, like, you don't know why you're doing things um, per se until time comes where you're like oh shoot like this is exactly why i did that um as long as you're being like faithful to whether it be your goals your ambitions or your faith and just being faithful to it <clears throat> and so yeah i did establish a pretty good cushion mm -hmm. um and like money wasn't really a big issue like i wasn't strapped on cash and like like keenan was mentioning like yeah i was super super lucky to be able to um 
really just spend that time with my mom. Um, I didn't really leave her side and like, like whatsoever um, while she was sick. And like, while we were doing hospital visits, like I slept right next to her. Like um, I was there like for the whole way. Finances are like really, really important and like just having control of them. Um, and because of that, I wasn't leaving my mom's side throughout any of the time that she was sick. Like I was sleeping bedside with her um, constantly taking care of her. And like, as a little kid, I always told her that I would. Um, and so just being able to be like a man of my word and actually take care of her, that was really cool. I love that. <clears throat> I love that saying. And I, I love that you guys to experience that early and, um, see the fruit of it. And, uh, hopefully that, you know, encourages you and, and me and others to, to see why it's valuable and, and execute on that moving forward. Um, so I appreciate that. I have a follow-up question and this kind of gets us into our topic for the day. Um, what, after going through this experience and, and kind of coming out, uh, you know, what have you learned? Um, what are you continuing to learn? Um, what does your, your, your relationship, um, with your mom look like now, um, in terms of, I think you mentioned to me before that, that, um, she still motivates you in a lot of ways. You still dialogue with her on a regular basis. And um, how is she, how is this experience like encourage you to to look at the way you live and and spend your time? Yeah, sweet. Um, I like that we're kind of like going off of this because I guess like in my head I had a, I have a question for you kind of along the path of like working on and whatnot. Um, Great. Yeah. But yeah. So. Obviously, like, losing my mom, like, it ain't anything easy, but one good thing is, like, it happens to all of us, so um, I forget where I've seen it or where I heard it. It was always, like, oh, this isn't a goodbye, but it's, like, a I'll see you later type thing, um, Yeah. and I know that as long as I live my life, uh, even close to, like, how my mom lived her life, and, you know, obviously, everyone has their own faith um, and who they model what they do after. Um, as long as I live my life in alignment with those things, like I know I will see my mom again. Um, and I'm stoked about that. Uh, and obviously it's hard. Um, it's hard not actually like having her physically here, but it definitely is like something where like, Hey, it's going to happen to all of us at one point or another. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just experiencing it a little bit sooner than maybe some people who experienced it even sooner than my <clears throat> yeah, I'm just grateful for everything that she did teach me. Um, I guess going through most of everything uh, with my mom and like how she handled this last year, just one of the biggest things is like understanding that like, hey, if your faith is strong, like life is easy. Um, there's a lot of people who, you know, they get diagnosed with what my mom had. Well, there's not a lot of people because it was extremely rare, but yeah. they get diagnosed with say a cancer or a sickness and like, man, they feel so like bad for themselves. And by no means do I know what, what it's like to have to hear those words. Um, sure. But what I do know is like my mom heard those words and as tough as it was, she was still smiling, um, still like giving me the thumbs up, still cracking jokes all the way to the end. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, so she just showed me like how important it is to like stay strong and like um, how much she like loved us and, took care of us and uh just really like 
really, really wanted us to know that like, Hey, like I love God. God is like my savior. Um, or Jesus is my savior. Um, and like, I know that it's going to be tough, but like, you just, just like know like where I'm at. Um, and so big thing is like, I know who she's with and I know where she's at. And like, that Mm. gives me so much confidence moving forward. Um, and it gives me a lot of like understanding, especially with my mom's like sickness, understanding like, Hey, she's like legitimately in a better place. Um, I know that like, she's not ever not with me anymore. Um, she's actually more with me than ever now. Uh, because I know like the way that my mom is and if, anyone's ever met my mom they know that like she is on top of like wanting to be involved in our life she's always trying to take care of us always trying to serve us like just being like such a good mom and so I know she's still doing that uh and you know it's it's weird because uh I remember telling someone like man like I've never lost anyone like super close to me in my life before um And then the first person that I lose was my mom. And it was obviously like a lot, a lot of growth um, that I had to do on my part. But to kind of talk to like what Keenan's talking about with like communication wise is like everyone experiences it different, but like you guys don't have to like just forget about who it is that you lost. And um, that's definitely one thing that I never want to do is, like wake up in a, in a day and be like, man, like not have a thought of my mom. Um, because one, that's not the case, but then two, like, I feel like I would be pushing it to the side and trying to avoid it. Um, so every day, like, and this is a little personal, but every day, like, um, since she's passed, like I've wrote to her, um, and it's just kind of like an open dialogue and like, you know, just telling her like what I'm going through, how I'm, how I'm progressing, um, what the family's like, you know, um, and I haven't missed a day since, um, that happened. So that's actually like grown our relationship, even though maybe some people can't see that it, it definitely has. Um, and I definitely feel like, man, like she's so much more a part of my life and, uh, like it, it holds me really like accountable to what I need to do personally and like things that I need to work on personally um in order to just become like a better man but just to make her proud like and all those things because like it sucks but at the end of the day like you have to experience 100 percent of what you go through um and that's like what i'm choosing to do like i'm choosing every day to like write to my mom like i'm choosing every day and like it's not like i need motivation it's like man i want to do this because like i don't ever want to forget about my mom um, so that's kind of what, uh, this season's been looking like. And obviously like, I always look up in, in the sky and I'm like, what's up mom? Like, I love you. Um, like every time I'm outside. So yeah, just little things like that, just to keep that relationship going and, uh, keep on moving forward in pursuing a relationship with my mom. Um, and I would just encourage everybody, uh, have those conversations with your mom before, you have to write, just write to her. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I love that, man. <clears throat> Thanks for sharing all that. I know it's really personal. And, um, still definitely something you're going through, not something that happened and is done. But um, So I just appreciate you you being able to 
to share that uh, with with the listeners and, and with me um, means a lot. Yeah, absolutely, man. I appreciate you uh, asking the question and kind of exploring it with me. Um, of course. So now I know I did a lot of talking uh, so far today, so I kind of want to get into uh, one other thing is like, uh, obviously, it's what, what's today, January 26, yeah, 27. January 26, 27, uh, we're a month into the new year and everyone has those new year's resolutions, those new year goals, um, and things that they're like aiming for. So maybe Keenan, if you just want to share, like, what are some big things that you're looking forward to this year or that you're working on or any goals that you have? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I didn't make any new year's resolutions per se, um, where I'm going to change something big in my life I think as I walked into this new year and I kind of started to prep and like what is you know a successful year look like what does a successful six months three months look like it really just became clear that I just need to double down on what I'm already doing um, which is encouraging one I think I spent a lot of 2021 like like I said before um, moving in the right direction um, when it comes to uh, just growing my level of discipleship to Jesus and growing in my, I guess, career, skill set, musical ambition, however you want to put that. Um, I think I've gained a lot of clarity in, in where I want to be long term in life. Um, I think last time we, we had this discussion over a podcast, I was pursuing a lot more of this artistry um, route where I wanted to produce and write music and tour and things like that. And I wouldn't say that any of those quote unquote dreams are gone, but I think my calling um, and my ambition now lies a lot more in music ministry, particularly in the local church. Um, I've, you know, fallen more and more in love with uh, navigating that world and uh, just vocational ministry and how, you know, we can leverage the tools and gifts that God gives us to reach people. And that's been really fun and become my priority. Um, I've also found like in looking into myself and my habits and thought patterns that I tend to be on the anxious side a little more. And I have a bunch of ideas of why that is, but we don't need to get into all that. But I think that's my tendency and my leaning and Trying to navigate that well has been a journey too. I think that that Jesus was a pretty non-anxious presence in in everywhere that he went and all the things that he did. And I want to model that as well. Um, one, for the sake of me being healthy and at peace, but two, for the sake of, of, of showing the world that life with Jesus is good and um, is the best thing that, that we can do. Right. So I've been kind of on that journey of what does it look like to to kind of have healthy thought patterns and, and um, exemplify that to the world. And I am reminded of this. This scripture um, out of first Thessalonians in chapter four. Um, and basically, Paul s- says that. He's talking to the church and he says, we urge you to make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. And I have been 
sitting with that scripture a lot. And how do I pair leading a quiet life with all the goals and dreams that God has given me in music and ministry? So that's kind of where my mindset has been. Um, I don't know how how practical um, <clears throat> you want me to get with those goals because um, they're pretty like narrow in terms of like, oh, I want to see this happen in my church or see this happen in my life, save this amount of money, et cetera, et cetera. But that's kind of the umbrella of what's been going on for me. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Um, I'm kind of like chewing on that that scripture that you just told us of like leading a quiet life. Like what would that look like? And what would that entail with, like you said, like these big goals, dreams, aspirations and whatnot. Um, and something else that yeah. I kind of want to mention is um, like how you kind of have, you said, yeah, very narrow and very kind of like specific type of goals. And mm-hmm. I think that's like so awesome because I think after, <coughs> excuse me. Um, every year prior to this year, that is exactly how I went about, um, my goals, my dreams, my aspirations and, and whatnot to aim towards something for the year, um, and have specifics. So I don't know if you want to share any of your specific goals, um, or anything just to like throw it out to the world, or, um, if those are more of those, uh, ones that you hold dear to your heart that you just hold to yourself. Um, so that's totally up to you, man. I can uh, toss a couple out. Let's hear um, it. So I want to gain some weight. I want to gain about 10 pounds. Man, I'm trying uh, to lose some weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really struggle. I've struggled all my life to to put on, you know, healthy weight. Um, I mean, I'm not unhealthy. I shouldn't say that. But I have just been thin my whole life. And that's something that... Um, it's just something that motivates me to stay, stay in the gym, stay exercising, those kinds of things. Um, it's not a huge pressing issue if I don't, um, but I, that's what I would like to do and, and just stay consistent with that. Um, my goal is to read 15 personal growth books this year, and um, I've been cranking through. I'm probably going to beat that, uh, but if I read 15 books, that'll be the most I've done in a year, which would be huge. And um, I'm off social media for the first six months of this year. Uh, I read a book at the end of last year um, <clears throat> called 10 Reasons to Delete Your Social Media Accounts Right Now. And it's really fascinating. And I won't get into all, you know, the science and stuff of what I read. But really good book if you guys want to pick that up. Um, definitely worth a read, even if you, you don't want to take that route of deleting your social media accounts. But just being aware of kind of what you know, the way social media is designed and what are some arguments for not having them. It's really awesome. So um, really quick, before you tell us another one of your specific goals, please, yeah. um, tell us why you picked up that, that book, um, 10 reasons to delete your social media, because especially in like this new culture, new generation, social media is such a big part of like our life. Like when you saw that book, why did you want to grab it? Absolutely. I am someone who likes to be able to, for my own sake, say why I do things. So I had social media, right? But, you know, you go through middle school and high school and it's kind of stuff you just start to pick up and download because everyone else has it. And um, never, you know, I got it and never really, you know, thought about, okay, why do I have this? How does it benefit me? Um, 
what's the you know opportunity cost of, of this thing and I think social media is beneficial for tons and tons of reasons and it also became a part of you know my artistry of like if I'm going to make music this is a great way to share and promote that but I quickly learned that I'm not that person I'm not a social media like personality I don't have the the drive or the desire to like put myself out there like that I guess um, on that platform music is very natural for me to share myself but then to do it in that visually creative way on social media is a little bit more challenging for me and that just wasn't me um, so when I saw the title of that book I was 10 arguments for deleting your social media account I, I was thinking well I'd, I'd like to at least hear these arguments. So that way, if I keep my social media, I can defend why I did that. Um, and I was pretty much, by the time I read this book, pretty much like on the fence of like, man, I, I don't know if I need or want this because of the time it's taking up. Um, and then once I read through the book, it became pretty clear like, okay, yeah, this, what he's saying is aligned with a lot of the things that I'm feeling and recognizing myself. And I think it would be cool to try, try life without it for a little bit. So. Thank you, man. Um, I just ask because there's a lot of times where I'm like, man, I'm going to delete my social media because I'm simply just feeling like overwhelmed. And mm -hmm. there's so much like knowledge and so much like wealth of information that just like is hitting you in the face at on social media. Absolutely. Um, but then also just like seeing like other people post about, oh, like I'm in Cancun. And it's like, man, I'm in, in Hesperia. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, I was just curious as to why that was. But yeah, what else, uh, what other specific goals do you have that you want to kind of share with us? Um, I, if any, if any, I have one more um, and I won't get into the details of this one, but I have a certain dollar amount I'd like to, to put into savings by the end of the year. And um, I think that one's really good. Not because like, you know, having money in the bank is, I mean, that's good, but that's not like the goal, but more so being intentional about where my finances are allocated. So in order for me to hit this goal, I have to make sure that I'm being disciplined throughout the year of knowing where my money is going and how I'm utilizing it. And I think that's why setting that goal is helpful, not just so that I have this much money at the end of the year, but so that I can be disciplined and being responsible with my finances. So, yeah. Okay, man. That's always a good goal to have. Definitely forces you to um, stop going out to eat so much. <laughs> Yeah, dude, because Canes is calling all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Canes and my Del Taco right, yep. right down the street. <laughs> Those bold burritos. They'll buy one, get That's one. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but heck yeah, man. That's always good. Uh, I think that for goals-wise, um, it's good to have specific goals and then, like, just, like, general goals. Um, for example, like, just being healthier like just the idea of just being healthier is mm -hmm. um, a good goal to have just wanting to do more being more active uh, whatever it is so I encourage all the listeners to do that um, all five of you guys for now but uh, yeah so I always encourage you guys to just have goals um, but heck yeah man yeah and I think something I'm learning too is the goals you have should like be fun and should encourage you to, to be disciplined and, and exercise like your abilities and stretch yourself. 
Um, but I think the moment that they become condemning or a point of shame for you is probably where it's unhealthy. Um, and it's good to like navigate that line of like, yeah, these goals are, are set to help me not to um, kind of put me in bondage. You know, um, something I've been practicing a lot is um, Sabbath and I've been, you know, decent with it last year, even more consistent with it through this new year. I've kind of worked on my schedule a little bit. Um, and for those of you who don't know exactly what that is, Sabbath essentially in um, Jewish history is uh, one day out of your week, um, 24 hours that's set apart for rest and worship, essentially. And <clears throat> Jesus kind of spoke about the Sabbath when, when, when he came and he told, he told people that, let me make sure I get this right, that the Sabbath was created for man, that man was not created for Sabbath. And the people kind of got it backwards um, back in those times where um, they were very legalistic about having to not do this and not do that on the Sabbath, where it became a point of bondage, where Jesus shows that he believed that the Sabbath was created so that people could experience more freedom, that they would take a day to rest and experience God more deeply and things like that. So I think we can do the same thing with our goals where we create them and they become this thing of like strict rule following instead of like, no, like this is so that I can experience more health and more freedom and more goodness in life. Um, and I think that that's those, the feelings that they should stir up when you set a goal. Um, so I think just being aware of that is really important as well. Sorry, I kind of went on a tangent, but. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's super solid because that's kind of what we're talking about. Um, yeah. And like Keenan's saying, like having that proper perspective where your goals aren't choking you out at the end of the day. Um, <laughs> I think that's good. There was a saying and it was always, um, I think it was told to me by my brother. He's like, how do you eat a well? And I like, dude, you can't eat a well. Like, there's no way. Um, yeah. But he used, to, he used to say like uh, bite by bite or like piece by piece, like. You know, you have to do it like little by little. Um, and yeah. so obviously like looking at the well, it's like, man, like I can't do this. And looking at like a lot of people's goals, it's kind of like that. Like, man, I can't do this. Like, this is a lot to do. People want to lose like 60 pounds in, in a day and it's just not going <laughs> to happen. Yeah. You got to have the proper perspective on, hey, this like, this is actually going to take work. Like, and what does this work look like? How can I, like Keenan saying, like, how can I make this work? fun how can i have the proper perspective on like achieving this and whatnot so i think that's that's good that you mentioned that and having those rest days um some of the most productive people i think keenan knows who i'm talking about like um without name dropping him uh still gets eight hours of sleep and he's working 16 hour days so um sleep and rest is definitely important you don't want to burn yourself out because then as you burn yourself out your your attitude declines your yeah. physical abilities decline like your mental health will decline all of it will decline so have a have maybe one or two solid goals and make them fun and you know like you said don't beat yourself up about them exactly i love that I think we're coming about close to the end of our time, but if, if you have any particular goals or things coming up that you're excited about this year, I'd love to hear that before we go, Caleb. 
Yeah. Um, so this is the first year that I have absolutely zero goals. Um, and, you know, it's it contradicts all of my goals that I've set before and like <laughs> yeah. a lot of my mindset um, and how I look at things. Um, however, this year, I just kind of really want to just do life. Um, and I'm not saying like going out and like traveling and stuff, but, <clears throat> you know, like taking some time where I'm not following like a super strict okay, like, I need to do this, this, and this, you know, like, um, I don't have to have a specific goal. I just have to be moving in, like, a good direction um, for this year, at least. Yeah. Where, like, you you have a specific amount in the bank account. Like, I don't have a specific amount, but I'm just – I just know that I'm always going to be feeding my savings account this year, you know, however much it is. <clears throat> um, I, I just know, like – I'm always going to be trying to get outside and do like a hike or do something more. Uh, and then training wise, like, I just know that, Hey, if I want to be in good shape to compete, I have to, I have to do like the training. I have to do the work. Like I have to go on those extra runs. I have to do all those things and not making it a goal, just more of a, like a lifestyle thing. Um, I'm taking a couple trips. I'm going up to Idaho in uh, March. I'm going up to Big Bear in February, uh, getting like a little cabin out there. Okay. <laughs> Maybe doing some snowboarding. Um, in April, I'll be competing at that uh, U.S. Open for wrestling. That's like an Olympic level tournament where I don't think I'm going to qualify for Olympics, but by any <laughs> means, um, coming three years off of not wrestling. But I just want to go out there and just compete just to see where I'm at and then also, just to say, like, hey, I, I, I did something and yeah. kind of have a couple extra matches under my belt. Um, and then in August, I believe August, I'll start training for, like, uh, JC, like, junior college for wrestling. Um, I'm going to go try to win a, a state title there. So that's kind of what this year looks like. Obviously, always growing. Oh, in my that sounds like a goal. That sounds like a goal, bro. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess. <laughs> um. But yeah, as long as I'm doing the right things and yeah, I'm man. doing the work, it'll it'll happen. Absolutely. But guys, I really enjoyed doing this podcast with Keenan. Um, I'm super stoked to be back on uh, some form of creativity on this podcast, and hopefully, we get a little bit more consistent. Um, if you guys have any anything to like critique us on, or any advice, or just anything, any perspective, we'd love to hear it. Um, and if you got anything out of this podcast, we'd love for you guys to share it. Uh, we are using Anchor to create this podcast because Keenan is in Colorado and I am in Hesperia. So super stoked about that, being able to do this. And I don't know if Keenan has any closing words, but I appreciate you guys. Looking forward to doing another podcast. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. Take it easy. Driving, driving, whoa, whoa, whoa.